This is the Non-Typical Nation podcast with your hosts, Brody Teal and Eric Liberty. Let's talk hunting and absolutely everything else that goes with it. <laughs> so we're here today with Amy, Brody's wife, and we're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about women in the outdoors. Yeah, let's hey. do it. Amy's got, uh, tell them about your Facebook page. I mean, it's not my Facebook page per se, but, no, um, but uh, it's a, a page that fell into my lap. <laughs> um, it's just, it's called Alberta Women Outdoors. It's all just women and hunting and hiking and fishing and anything to do with the outdoors. Just women though. Yeah. So no men allowed. No men allowed. She tells me about all these <laughs> photos posted and big deer and big elk, and I can't see any oh, man, of them. It's we all were on secret. Fire this year. We were yeah, on fire. Katie was on that page and she yeah. showed me, and I'm like, I can't see any of yeah. this crap. Like, you gotta, I kind of wish I could just, just to see it. Like, make I wish a, you could, like, make follow a fake just profile. To see it or something. <laughs> yeah, so we, we talk a little bit about it. Like, you share some stuff with me and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, tell everyone else, what is the page about? Is it, you said primarily hunting. Um, is it, fishing outdoor trapping stuff it's, or it's what is it literally anything to do with the outdoors so horseback riding quadding anything so um, what's it called if people want to search it up alberta women outdoors there yeah. is another page called alberta women outdoors um but that one is just a hiking page and um a couple of people got it confused posted some pictures of some dead animals on there and it, it didn't end <laughs> it didn't end very good that's usually um, how it goes so it's the one with like the logo that has a bear and a fish in it Nice. Awesome. And uh, obviously, primarily Alberta. Um, how many people are in the group and how active is it? Um, we don't have a huge following. Um, it's over 600, probably I think around 680 members. It's obviously doesn't get too crazy until hunting season. And, but I mean, it's, it's a nice place to share your posts and not feel scared <laughs> if yeah, that makes for sense sure, yeah that's that's the biggest thing so a safe or like a uh uh bullshit free place to uh exactly to post yeah things. and so you know you didn't start the page but no. um like you said it sort of fell into your lap mm-hmm. um was that the reason why it was created so these women could post them um somewhere you know, with other women and people aren't going to criticize them and yeah. So it originally got started, um, because I, the the person who created the page had made a post about a deer she had shot and it wasn't a monster deer, but I mean, it's a deer, it's meat in the freezer. And, um, the first thing that she got was from a guy that said, Oh, you should have let it grow a year. Oh, should have gave another year or two. And it's just like, no, be happy. She got a deer, her first deer. Yeah, social yeah. media can be ruthless because Most people can toxic. hide behind screens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, like, it's going to be a very small percentage of the hunting population that, that talks like that and criticizes people like that. Yeah. But with that being said, those people that criticize people and cut people down, um, they want to be heard. So that's why it seems like every other post on Facebook or social media, um, there's one or two people on there that are just totally negative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a whole, majority of hunters, um, a very high percentage, um, you know, got a good head on their shoulders oh, sure. and aren't going to criticize people because they don't want to be criticized. No. But, hey, there's uh, the bad apple spoils the bunch, the way, right? The way that it is, like, it seems that everybody gets criticized. It, like guys get criticized too if you you know post a spike or deer 
a guy's going to criticize you and say, hey, again, you should have gave another year or two. <laughs> shit, you post some 180-inch deer and you get shit but talk I for mean, your heart. I like, feel like it's more of a joking nature when it's towards a guy, but towards a girl. I don't get that joking nature. It's more of like a, what are you doing? You don't know what you're doing kind well, of thing. Well, there's just, it's, it's, there's a little bit of aggression or it can mm-hmm. be felt there, right? Where yeah. it's not, it's not really like an even playing field or well, feel like necessarily it's an even, you have a, an even way to shoot back, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And hunting primarily like has been a, a male activity. It's always been a male activity when hunting, hunting's been around for hundreds of thousands for of years since the beginning of time. And you even look at animals, <laughs> the male animals ah, are the ones. You're forgetting about lions. Lion. Am I wrong? The lioness will do the hunting. Okay, well, I guess there, there are quite a few animals. Are they? Sorry. Okay, the scratch, <laughs> scratch that. But hunting primarily has been a, a male thing, right? So, when someone sees a new hunter do something that isn't up to their standards, or a female mm-hmm. hunter that they can look down on, then they feel like they can attack and criticize that person. They feel like they have the the you know they're morally correct, or they've been around longer, or they've done the the task more so they have uh, a say more than the person who's new to it and, and mm-hmm. shoots a spiker deer. And that is, you know, that's, that's frustrating. Um, you know, we've all had backlash. We've all had backlash and everything. And like yeah. our YouTube is ruthless. Like I was going through our YouTube page and some of the comments on there, just oh, people just being, just being dumb. Like yeah. I, I I don't know if they're if they're from around here, if they're from the states, if they're from wherever. But um, you know, the thing with YouTube, anyone, everyone sees it from mm-hmm. all over the place. And um, yeah, some of the comments, man, I did delete some, and that's well, like, you don't even have to be a person to comment on. Yeah, YouTube, right? no, yeah. yeah. it's just, a, it's just a, not even a name, right? No. It's so like a, our Facebook page is private for that reason. Okay. Um, we have an Instagram one too that was made private um, for a little bit there because. Uh, there is a, I can't remember what her name was. It was a lady that had shot a giraffe. And um, one of the admins on the page decided she would share that post on Instagram. And holy hell, you shouldn't shoot a giraffe for one. You shouldn't be a woman shooting a giraffe for two. And, like, it got to the point that I was getting personal death threats on my own personal Instagram account. And also things like, oh, I'm going to skin your kid like you skin that giraffe. Like, no. So then we, we made it private for that reason too there's just crazy people yeah so now these are anti-hunters right that are attacking and um you know they just they just don't understand and to bring it to that level just what makes you any better than the hunter the the demon that you think we are yeah well it's just people are uneducated right they don't understand that that giraffe is really no different than our mule deer or our moose or our elk right well no Um, i know i know a very wonderful lady that uh killed a a giraffe quite a few years back and Mm -hmm. she was going to africa to do a package hunt yeah on a you know a normal ranch quite a big one and they had a bull and uh, they had a bull giraffe that was killing, trying to kill the other bulls because it got wow. so old. Yep. That's just what they do. They get yep. old. Wasn't breeding anymore. Probably. It wasn't breeding anymore, but it didn't want any th- anything near its cows. So it would fight them and, and injure itself and injure the other younger bulls. So yep. they wanted to get rid of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this ranch never had a woman kill a giraffe before. She was there at the time. Wow. Super good hunter, super good shot. And the key to giraffe hunting <laughs> is shooting them right below the ear. Yeah. So that they just fold. Yeah. And uh, she made it happen. And she got it. And she got it. But it had to be done. They were either yeah. going to kill it and let it go to waste, 
or they feed the whole village with it. Oh, that's and she it. gets to take the skin from the neck to the head yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. And you get to praise that animal exactly. rather than that animal going in a pit and burning the skin, right? Yeah. Or, and then you get the tax revenue from it. And you get, like, we've talked about this if they open that grizzly bear hunt, how much money can be made. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like, um, I actually heard when they shut down the grizzly bear hunt in BC, they were allowing select people to hunt the grizzly bear, but they couldn't keep the hides. Do you remember hearing that? Yeah. So that when they now, first changed, when I read it, because I looked pretty deep into it, because okay. at the time I was trying to get a job guiding. Okay. Like in the springtime for yes. grizzly bears, and so I was looking in the Yukon and, and BC at the yeah. time. Yeah. So when it changed, I read into it, and I remember seeing that it was like you could kill them um, on a some sort of permit, but you couldn't keep the the, yes. the skull or the hide, and you could you had to eat them. Yes. And hey, you know, if they if they want people to eat them, hey, that's fine. Um, you know, our government wants us to eat all the ungulates and whatnot. They aren't too worried about the predators because they know those have to be um, controlled. But they make us keep the hide, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, having that deer on the wall or that rug on the ground, you're praising that animal so forever. What's, well, you're what's forever happening? reflecting on that animal, that hunt, and its life. So the fact that they make you have to discard of the hide and burn it or whatever they do, I think that's just an well, absolute the, sin. What they're doing is totally devaluing the animal, right? Exactly. Like a grizzly bear is not... An, not It's edible. It's not necessarily <laughs> a yeah. meat that people shoot. Like even black bears black are, bear. are hit and miss for people. Yes. Yeah. But a grizzly bear is a totally different thing. They eat rotten meat. They have a different diet. They're just not really something you want to be harvesting for meat. Mm-hmm. And so to take away their hide, which is something that's, you know, world class as far as it comes to, you know, whatever you're going to use it for, warmth yeah. or decoration. Yeah. Or, but like you said, you're going to praise that hide. For sure. You, you make it so that you have to destroy that hide. Yeah. You're taking every value, every cent, every whatever moral value that that animal has yeah. away from. Yeah, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. So have you looked into that recently to see? No. no. Yeah, that's sort of a lost cause at this point, I think, in BC. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's, the problem is that a hub down in the south corner of the province okay. holds all the population. Yeah. And they get to vote on what happens to the the few people that live up in the... I shouldn't say few. There's lots of people living in the north, just significantly less than the people that, you know, they basically are San Francisco. Yeah, it's it's absurd. And getting back to this draft thing, we were uh, we just went and met with uh, Bryce Folden mm-hmm. with the Fever. Oh yes, and Mr. we Classic. Uh, Mr. Mr. Classic, Classic. Yes, yeah, so we went Classic. went and checked out his trophy room in his house. And as soon as you walk in, he's got um, a shoulder mount giraffe, which yes, is say, nine feet tall. With you yeah, you. and he actually had said, just like you repeated there. You got to shoot it right, right at the neck, below the ear, basically, and and that's where he got it. Yeah, sorry, below the jawline, I think is what. Yeah, something like that, because he yeah. pointed out to us where yeah. he shot exact it. Exact area, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, so he paid for that hunt. As much as people like it or not, he paid for that hunt. A lot. So someone made of money. money off that hunt. That meat they gave to was orphanages so they brought them to villagers to hiv orphanages and a lot of uh, sick hospices and stuff like that none of the meat was wasted yeah so they've got photos of all of this video footage of all of it because they they did it all for their show kids that are you know like they're 10 years old and you know weigh 30 pounds like their skin and bone and they they come up and you see in the photos they have the meat and the kids are just ecstatic yeah they're running like, after him and they pull up they get to eat now you yeah know? and so the meat goes to people 
people in need, the money goes to, to people and there's tax revenue from it too. Um, and then you now have this hunter praising this skin and this animal and reflecting on that hunt and sharing the excitement of that animal's life and hunt with other people. So And keeping it alive. And yeah. keeping it alive through yes. the mount or whatever. The thing is, the, is the mount is the people look at it as, it, or they just wanted to have well, the, the word, wall. But it's not. We all know the word, right? It's yeah. a trophy. Yeah. It's yeah. not. And it's, it's not. not it's not like a trophy. It's not like... You know, See, I, shout it out is to a Canada trophy. Just it's won a the trophy, but any, trophy, yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah. like that was this morning or this afternoon. But <laughs> it's not. It's not the same thing. The word has been. Completely, it gets. A, it yeah. gets a bad rap. Yeah. But at the end of the day, pretty much any task we do in life, we have an end goal. And if you don't have an end goal, well. You know, I don't know what you're doing. It must be spending all day on the couch or something. But you should have an end goal. If you're hunting, if it's the meat, that is your trophy. If you're, if you're hunting for the experience and chasing a large, big animal, spending 50 days chasing him and not getting him, hey, you were on your sheep hunt and you explained the trophy was the sores on your feet, the lost yeah. weight, everything else, yeah, right? Exactly. So everyone is a trophy hunter, whether you're after the antlers, whether you're after the meat, whether you're after the experience, you know, just we're all trophy. It's different. just now it's got... Everybody's trophy's now, different. Yeah, now it's got a... It just... Stigma. People don't like it. It's got yeah. stigma, yeah. right? So that's, well, uh, that's what's frustrating. Animal. To us, it's an exotic animal. But to them, to back in Africa, that's not an exotic animal. That's that's supper. Well, yeah, the lunch, exotic animals you know? is a big And thing. the argument would be, right, to play devil's advocate, be like, well, why don't, you know, that bull is old and killing other bulls. Why don't you just let it out? Okay, well, then the guy that's sitting outside the fence with a guy waiting, waiting to, to, to eat yeah. or waiting to sell it to somebody for whatever reason, yeah. the black mm-hmm. market, he's going to shoot it as soon as it walks out the gate anyway. Exactly. exactly. So, and nobody makes any money off it except for the black market. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and and that's, that's what it boils down to, right? So you have, uh, you've, let's say you got a a chunk, a huge chunk of property and you got a family on there and they have, you know, 20, uh, Impalas that run on there, 15 Kudu. Um, they can shoot those animals and shoot a few every day and feed their family, or they can fence that property keep those animals in there. Okay. Charge. 20,000 a hunt and then save 15 of those animals set them aside don't hunt them let's not let anyone eat them let's let them breed reproduce and then those animals now have value so there's more of them right not only that the amount of money that they're charging for the vehicle or for the vehicle for the animals (laughs) give another person like the guides and stuff like that and the skinners now you have other people that are getting jobs yeah. that didn't have jobs before. Yeah, well, exactly. absolutely. So in Africa, especially, like I've known quite a few people guiding that have, I've met quite a few guiding people guiding that have been to Africa on guided hunts at these ranches, and they employ the local people as trackers. And it's still pretty racial over there, like as far as uh, the segregation goes. Mm-hmm. But all the trackers, or most of the ranch owners are white, rich people that came over you know, every <laughs> Africa's got their own crazy history, just yep. like we do. Yep. But the trackers are all the local black people that mm-hmm. don't have anything else to work. There's no industry there. Nope. There's absolutely nothing they can do. And so these trackers get their 
everyone I've heard of is absolutely amazing. That's what track I was. An ant through that's the what Bryce sand. said. Bryce said the trackers are like amazing. And that's <laughs> what I was just gonna say. That's those guys have their generation after generation. That's what they do. They hunt to live. They well, hunt to yeah. survive. So I, part of it's most of it. I think is primal to them. It's still an exactly. Instinct. It's, it's yeah. all. It's in their way of life. Yes. So they'd be doing it if they weren't working. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and and these guys they get boots and they get clothes. Yeah. And they get tips. And people yeah. bring toothbrushes and goodie boxes and soap and all yeah. that stuff to them when they come. Yeah. And they get taken care of. Their families get taken care of. Where otherwise these guys would be, they'd be the guy sitting on the on the fence gate waiting for that giraffe to get let out by the vegans. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a touchy situation. Like for us, it's pretty straightforward, but... Uh, you know, a lot of people are just uneducated. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah, too bad. Being uneducated. They just, yeah. So let's get back to your, your page and, um, and women <laughs> hunting and whatnot. Like there is a rise in, uh, women hunting oh, sure. in general. You have Eva Shockey, Melissa, Melissa Bachman, all these, all these women that yes. you see on TV. And then you see the women at home. Hey, they're hunting. Why can't I? So, so do you think they're the reason why a lot of people, a lot of women now are hunting because yes. of these women hunters? There's okay. more, it's becoming more of a norm Okay. to have a woman, especially when you're seeing it more on TV and, you know, it's... Well, it's just natural, right? This day and yeah. age that uh, women are moving into every industry that mm-hmm. they weren't, first of all, allowed to in history for yeah. the longest time, right? Yeah. So now that, you know, you see a lot more women in the oil field, you see a lot mm-hmm. more women in trades and heavy-duty yep. stuff and, you know, truck driving and all the crazy things that were men's, yeah. just men's things yeah. for the longest time. Of course, they're going to move into hunting. Mm-hmm. And so people like, um, like Eva Shockey are the perfect role model to kind of... And, and Eva Shockey is somebody that always says, you know, don't be afraid, go after it. Yeah. yeah. You're a girl, you know, wrap yeah. up in pink camo and give her. <laughs> no doubt. Might as well. Right? Yeah, it's important to have those peoples, right? Because like you just said, um, you know, they're sort of the reason why a lot of women are getting into it. Well, they give you didn't have that. Yeah, they give you somebody to look up to, right? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it, too, is I think a lot of women are just scared to, to honestly, like me, I don't think I can go... I'm not at the point that I can go on a hunt by myself. I was just going to say, it's always that thing where it's like, well, I wouldn't know what to do if, yeah. Yeah. right? See, the thing, every time I've hunted something, I've been with either Brody or my dad. Yeah. So I'm not at the point where I could go hunting by myself just yet. But I mean, look, Eva Shockey does it. Melissa Bachman does it. You know, so if they can do it, why can't I? I'll yeah. get there eventually. Yeah. But just slow going. Yeah, but and it's important to take your time to get knowledgeable enough exactly. to be able to do it yourself because yeah, it is dangerous there is, is bears and sure. cougars and, and grizzly the things that we do sometimes you probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah probably shouldn't you know monkey see monkey do yeah that kind of thing it's probably not a good the best yeah. idea but yeah 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 you gotta no, remember to text your family back home let them know you're safe yeah. and uh you yeah oh my goodness <laughs> yeah you want to tell that story i don't oh think my. we've told that story I on the podcast know, yeah. yet do we want to go there Opening, Let's go there. opening yeah, day of archery season. I've heard this. I've heard. I've, so I've only heard sections of the story. Oh no! Now we're gonna have okay. two sides to the story. And okay, the right okay, side okay. is right I'll here. I'll moderate this. This is actually <laughs> good. This is good content. Okay, go ahead. You start. Okay. No, 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 no. This is the ladies' podcast. Let's okay. go. We'll okay. let Brody defend himself because yeah. I think so, he's gonna be in shit anyway. <laughs> okay. So Brody goes out hunting. 
I'm actually at the point right now that I was so angry. I don't even, I can't even replay how this happened. Like, that's, like, how pissed off I was. So well, it's was, because you don't realize why why you were mad. There was no reason oh, to Oh, I mad. do realize. Oh, I really do realize. <laughs> so Brody goes hunting, and we have a rule. There's a couple a couple years ago, he went hunting out in places where he didn't have service, which was understandable, and I told him, just check in at least every hour. That's just all I'm asking. Just, hey, I'm okay. Hey, I didn't get eaten by a bear. Hey, I'm alive. That's all I want. Every hour. Every oh, hour. I know, that's a lot. Hey, I'm sorry, but he. there's times that we went like this time. Okay, we went like a full day without hearing from you. I'm leaning, yeah. I'm leaning this way a little so, bit right so now. Anyway, <laughs> so he goes out hunting, and I don't, I don't even know if he told me where you were going. Okay. I didn't know until... I don't even know when I found out. Did 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 he not tell you, or did you just have no fucking clue? No, no, he, he doesn't. <laughs> he oftentimes will tell me he's going to an area, but then go to a different area. Oh, okay, okay. And then he'll be like, "Oh, but aren't you looking at the GeoPack app? Well, it doesn't work on my phone. Uh, I can't see where you are." <laughs> like, so he tells me he's going hunting, and you know, he usually texts me, whatever. But then we're going an hour. I hadn't heard from him. Two hours. I hadn't heard from him. Three hours I haven't heard from him. It's getting darker. So it, the weather's shitty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta cut in here. Okay, so you're Thank in, you. You're in a tree stand. I'm in a tree stand hunting deer. First, first day of archery season. Okay. So this so is the, the day I've been looking forward yeah. to for for 300 and some days. Right. This is the day I've been so excited for, and I'm just. You know, I sneak out of the house before everyone wakes up, climb up, scurry up to my stand. Not to um, you did text me because Early. you actually, I'm pretty sure you went to the city that day and you guys were on your way back or something. But anyways, I did text you. So we'll, we'll mention that. Once. And I think, <laughs> I think I texted you from what happened was I sat in the stand. It was slow, slow, slow. Um, it was windy as it usually is. Two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon came. Still had five more hours of legal light. It was 8.30 or so at that time of year when uh, hunting stop time is or when the sun goes down. So I still had four or five hours left. Texted you at four-ish, um, but five, six, seven o'clock's rolling around, and that's prime yeah, time. So my phone went in my pocket, right? And I'm like, okay, I'll text her in a couple hours. But then it started pouring rain. Started pouring rain right around <laughs> seven. And I there's, had there's pictures that. of a giant buck on my phone, and I sent it to you that there's day. Some stuff that you're missing out here. Well, just wait. Okay, I don't we'll know. Get there. We'll so get there. I had a picture of a giant buck on my phone. I sent it to you while I was in the stand. I said, I'm waiting for this guy. And you're like, awesome. He's still alive. And I said, yes, I'm waiting here. And then it started pouring. So I hadn't texted her. Got down from my stand at nine o'clock, ran to my truck because it's just pouring. Get in my truck. Everything's sloppy. I get in and I look. Ding, 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 ding. 12 messages, 14 phone calls, voicemails. I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to, I'm the type of person, if you text me and it's serious, I'm just going to call you. Yeah. I don't have time to fucking, you know, I don't have patience for that. So I called her right away. She's like, where the fuck are you? We're on our way up there right now. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, I just got out of the stand. Hunting stop time was five minutes ago. And I'm leaving. It is pitch black. It's <laughs> pouring rain. You should have been out of the stand half hour. I'm like, I sent you a photo of the giant deer I was waiting for. In the for. morning. I hadn't heard from you since like noon. Yeah, but he was there the day before. I'm so thinking, I was going to sit through I'm the rain. With this wind and this rain, the idiot that he is that can't sit still for that long slipped coming out of his fucking tree stand and is now broken back on the ground. And all these things coming through my head, and I'm not hearing from him, and I'm texting his family. Have you heard from Brody? <laughs> well, his family got involved. Oh, boy, you don't get, yeah, and you so don't get them involved. They, everyone is involved, and they were 
started, they were about to leave Edmonton to come and look for me and hunting stop time. Haven't even like hunting, the hunting day hadn't even ended yet. No. So, you know, they learned their lesson. They learned that you got to (laughs) wait about an hour or two after hunting stop time before you send the, send the troops looking for me. Brody Teal has learned the lesson on making sure that you at least text or go somewhere that has service because I wasn't getting any of your text messages. He's telling me, well, I text you. Well, I text you. No, you didn't. I don't have them in my phone. Yeah, well, they, they, they came through eventually. Yeah, yeah. at friggin' yeah. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, text your wife. Yeah, so that's what I got to deal with, Eric. Oh, pff- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not even going to pick a side on this one. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was eventful, and then uh, got out the next day, and I got a moose. So that was the very next day. You <laughs> that got was the, the moose very next day. Yeah, that morning. time he actually so he had to me. redeem himself. Well, yeah, of course he had to text you the moose. The Picture very the next moose. morning, yeah, yeah, she was still mad at me. Oh, I was living. And then so I climbed, right. I aired the moose at like eight thirty a.m. or nine. I didn't got out for my stand, and I was about to head home, so <laughs> I was gonna go get my gear and get my bags and whatever, and I phone her, and. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I got a moose. And yeah, you, you like, weren't oh, happy. Yeah. You weren't excited. Good for you. Yeah, that's typical, At least you though. told me this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was safe. And uh, the helicopters weren't, uh, never no, left the attachment No, you just had me and my dad going, <laughs> going yeah, to well, go get you. That's you can't good. win them all, right? Oh, I'm, I would be terrible. I would not be in Amy's good books. I know. No. That's what I mean. No, I'm like. But it's different. You don't have two kids at home. You know? Yeah, that's like true. It's, yeah. It's it's way different. You're, it's not just him anymore. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever change though. Cause <laughs> I get shit at work. Even like we're like, what the hell were we doing all day? Like just working. Like didn't have to check in, did I? Like, <laughs> for me, it's no good. Like no news for me is good news. If you're yeah, me, I like that too. No, you're not. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, you, people don't like that. <laughs> yeah. The no news doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. No. It doesn't work when you have kids. You know kids what you need to get then? Here's a perfect, well, you missed Christmas, so whenever birthday, your birthday yeah, comes yeah. up next, you need Happy to get yourself season? an inReach. Yeah, and we've been talking about yeah. that, but... I'm not getting you. I don't know. If, I, don't know I don't know if I want her to know where I where I am. Well, she doesn't have to know where you like are. Giving, but you it's can. It's not like you're giving me away your honey holes. I have but my then own honey holes. At thank least you. this way you can hunt where there's no cell service. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, when yeah. I hunt, I'm with my dad. He knows I'm with my dad. I'm at my uncle's place. So I let her be. But I, I still text him. I'm still like, hey, you know, this is what I've seen today. Still haven't got she, my moose. She's like, still hey, I'm okay. And you're like, every hour, and you're like, oh my god, Amy. Probably. But hey, I'm just being nice. Like. I'm not dead somewhere. I didn't get mauled by a bear. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, we survived. The we made it through. Me and me. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any sketchy moments out in the bush? Oh, I've had quite a few sketchy moments out in the Have bush. Have you? I've never been near like injured or uh, lost or Well, you saved fallen. my ass this time uh, in the fall. Well, that was that pretty was, minor detail. It was, it was minor. Yeah. yeah. But it was lucky it was minor. Really, eh? Lucky. Well, it's just the way. So the quad got stuck. The quad got stuck. The winch came out. Rope came off. And then. Yeah. So this was my last day in the tree stand. I think it was the last week. And uh, it was just super slow in my stand. But um, (laughs) Eric messaged me and it was like three in the afternoon. He's like, hey, I'm stuck. I'm like, okay. I was like, are you still in the stand? Are you still in the stand? I'm like, yeah, I am in the stand. I'm like, where are you? And he told me where he was. 
And I'm like, wow, I'm literally like a kilometer away from you. I'm like, I guess you know my not so secret hunting spot. Like, I could throw a stone at pretty much where you were. We were literally, there was a road dividing us, a gravel road. Yeah, so I sent you my That's pin how and close you're like, we were. Dude, you're like right there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll come pull you out. And then I went for a cruise after what that. Did you do <laughs> help your friend. It was good though. I could have been, we, either one of us could have been way the fuck somewhere yeah. else, right? Just yeah. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. We were only a kilometer away from it. Well, you. and that day, I so I sat in the stand in the morning until like 10, and then I just thought, you know what? I got to go walk. So I went and hiked all the way down a cut line, and I like I was four or five kilometers back. I went for about for about an hour. I just kept hiking and hiking and hiking, and it went quite a ways back. And uh, I thought, I'm like, if I shoot a deer back here, how am I going to get it out? Then I thought, I'm going to have to call Eric. We're going to have to come in here this evening and get the quads and pull it out. And then so I hiked back. Then I'm like, okay, it's time to get back to the stand. So I hiked all the way back, got to the stand at like 1.30, and then Eric messaged me at 3. And uh, he was the one that needed my services, so it worked out all right. Well, <laughs> that was lucky. Yeah, other than that, though, for as far as... Have you had any, like, have you... I, I almost froze my... I froze my eyeballs <laughs> this November. Uh, did I tell well, you about that? Yes, you did, yeah. Yeah, so what I was doing, I went to the area I was telling you I was going to, that I thought I would try out, and uh, got out there super early. It was minus, like, 25 that day. Um, I was wrapped up really good. I quadded quite a ways back there. Um, got set up, rattled, moved a little bit, set up, rattled, and just did that all day. Um, and then on my way back, I ended up leaving early. I left like 20 minutes before the sun went down. And I never do that. But it was so cold. It was minus... Oh, you told me you were doing it to come spend time with your family and not because you Well, that is actually the reason why. <laughs> but it was so, so, so now. cold. Like my whole beard was frosted, everything, the whole fucking nine yards. And I'm quadding back. My whole vision goes blurry, and the liquid on my eye had literally frozen. And I couldn't see. By the time I got to my truck, everything was a blur. And I'm wearing glasses, too. And, um, you know, I'm going to pack a pair of goggles now for that reason. Yeah. I just, I had to get in my truck, crank the heat up, and I thawed out my eyeballs before <laughs> I could load it back his up. eyes were like bloodshot. I was oh, like, sure. whoa, yeah. what is wrong with you? Like, I actually no. took a photo of my face because I felt like a real, a real man that day. And I posted it on Instagram. It was a real hit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I edited the photo a little bit. I think it was black and white or something. You could see the frost in my beard, yeah. the bloodshot eyes. And uh, yeah. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure you gave Jackson. And Mountain Man, that's right. <laughs> but other, like, I haven't really had any sketchy, sketchy moments. Like, Whoa. when it comes to getting lost, I, I never push my limit. I always, you know, if I don't know where I am or whatever, it's time to go back or whatever. But I just... I always have, as far as getting lost goes, I always have a means of knowing which direction to go. Exactly. Like whether it's, most of the time it's just my phone or I have my in-reach GPS with me or I just know that, you know, if I walk this direction far enough, eventually I'm going to hit a road. Or if I walk that direction far enough, eventually I'm going to hit a road. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'll have my phone. I always have a compass with me. I've never needed it, but just in case we need to know where north is or whatever, right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't had any sketches. I've had some really close calls, like as far as, as, well, when I was guiding, I've had, I had a guy almost shoot his wife's leg off. Oh my God. Can you tell that story? That's a good story. So (laughs) that was actually the, so that was actually the first year I ever guided. 
that wasn't was, okay. That was your first year. That wasn't a school, guiding. obviously. That was no, your first. No, that wasn't guide school. So that was just after guide school. I was fresh out of guide school, and I was guiding moose up north in Alberta here, and I had a very nice couple from Missouri, who I'm still actually in contact with. They're really good people. Nice. Um, it was I don't know the third or fourth day, and we had been on a couple nice moose, but he just never had an opportunity to shoot at anything yet, and they wanted something big. His wife wasn't hunting, but um, this guy, Jeff, he uh, he said, I want something that looks like a moose. He like, it doesn't have to be, you know, it's obviously not Yukon, but he said, I want something that's got paddles, looks like so a moose. So that's what, 40-inch bull? Yeah, like 35, 40-inch bull, like 40 a good shape bull anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. And I always ask people when we start out, like, you know, what are you kind of looking for so that I can get excited if I see one, kind of, you know, get them ready or not? Yeah. Yeah. So I knew right off the bat. And we saw a couple nice moose he probably could have shot or would have shot. We actually missed a really big one Um, he should have had, and it just didn't work out. And then, actually, that was the same day. So we had missed a big one, and we were walking out. And what happened was I had gone down, set them up on a big brush pile that hadn't been burned yet in a cut block and we had walked in on some cows earlier that morning feeding in and I just walked down below them and called out of the willows and a bull walked right out mm. and so I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of I'm actually like cutting my fingernails with my knife <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there because I can't see anything like I told them I was like you guys are on the brush pile I'm going to be in the willows so I won't be able to see anything yeah so you guys got to be the... and so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I can hear this it's getting closer I'm listening and I look behind me and here's this lady where she's just like four and a half feet of nothing like this tiny little woman she's running down the fucking trail down the down the log trail to me and she's like there's a big moose back way up over there so I'm like okay well why didn't he shoot it yet he's like well didn't know if he could shoot it or not oh my goodness so I go cruising back up there, and the moose can't see us, thank God. Yeah. I get them all set up, and I get them kind of ranged, and the moose is standing in some brush, and he pops a shot off, and nothing happens. He pops another shot off, then the moose starts running. So I said, okay, you and me, we're going. You know, we're going to go chase it down because the log block just did big rolling hills, hoping we'd catch it, you know. Yeah, that's nice. The next one. Yeah. And so we got going, but it's in November, so we're in three and a half feet of snow, and we're tr- literally running through the moose tracks just trying to catch up to it, and uh, we never got around to it. So as all this excitement is happening, he never unloads his gun oh afterwards, goodness. right? He puts another bullet in when after he missed the second time. And so that kind of ended our day there, and we were just going to go check out another spot. So we start walking back to the truck, and it's probably a 20-minute walk. And we're in my little Ford Ranger, so (laughs) she's sitting in the back. We get back to the truck, and I figured his gun was already unloaded because I tell tell everybody my rules of, you know, you're only loaded when you're going to shoot the animal. Yeah. Yeah. And so he should have already unloaded his mistake and all the excitement. And we got back to the truck, and I said, okay, before you get in the truck, make sure you're unloaded again because you have to take your clip out anyway. So... She's getting in the suicide door. Oh, no. Both doors are open. She's getting in the back. And so she has to crawl in and then flop the seat down. Oh. And she's just a little woman, so it's not like it's not a tight squeeze or anything. She's just stepping in, and she's got one leg in, and I'm like going to grab her hand. <laughs> oh, I'm going to grab her hand, and she's got one leg in and one leg out. And just as she lifts her second leg up out of the truck... 
He puts a round right under <laughs> oh the that gosh. that door of my truck, right under the suicide door. Oh my god! Right in her footprint, the heel of her boot print <laughs> was still visible. Oh, holy and shit! And the whole like front part of her boot print was just. So what did what had happened there? How did it go off, or what, what was he doing? He was unloading. He said it just went off. I wasn't sure because I was making eye contact with her, helping her in the truck. And then I kind of just saw the bullet hit the ground. Oh, yeah. my God. And he was as scared as we both were, right? And so I'm looking to make sure she's got all ten toes still. <laughs> and and before I can even say anything, she's, like, on him. Oh, like, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, well, I, like, say. I don't even have to, you know, lay down the law at all. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Now. Like, she, she knows. She's on a roll yeah. right she now. Was, uh, well, she felt the shockwave, and, like, she thought she had... Uh, she thought she had a wound there for a second. That is insane. That was man. pretty crazy. Being that it was my first, you know, they were like my fourth hunt. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and super nice people, and and it actually worked out that on the last uh, the last day of the hunt, we saw a little a little two point bull, and so we went home with some meat. Yeah. So did they? Are a lot of guys who are coming on these guided moose hunts from the states? Are they driving up here with freezers? Those two. I think those two flew. So how do they? So their meat, a lot of it, they'll give it away. So they or they'll took, bring back. They took all of bunch. their meat. They were oh, able really? to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Certain so airlines just, allow extra baggage. Yeah. As long as you pay for it. So they, uh, you just freeze it right before you go. Leave it overnight. Yeah, or the butcher will flash then, freeze it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah. So they just they just stayed once overnight. He flash froze it. Cut it. Nice. Up. And then actually, you guys did a moose rug for them. Oh, okay, I see. So a few years ago, um, so you're working with a butcher then that can get that moose processed asap within a day yeah. or two. Yeah, nice. I know a guy up there that's like really he takes he'll we can call him any time of night if we kill one late we get it out late. I've been at, he met me at his shop at two o'clock in the morning. Wow, oh, wow. Huh. that's yeah. great. Yeah great guy and then he'll get right after it like if those guys are leaving in the morning they got flights yeah he'll get right after it cut it up as best as he can and then flash freeze it yeah real good guy super good guy that's awesome yeah Yeah, we've had a few guys from the states pull up and they've had like freezers in the box i wasn't too sure if that is like standard most guys do that or if a lot of guys just fly and pay that's go back the way i definitely recommend it like if somebody has to ask me you know how should i come up do a moose hunt with drive up if you can drive yeah it's not too crazy and the best thing to do is put a deep freeze in the back of your truck. Yeah. Bring a little generator. Yeah. And you don't even have to run the generator shit. If you're staying in hotels on the way down, just plug into the block heater. You know, every hotel's got a spot to plug your vehicle in. Yeah. Just plug an extension cord into that. You don't even have to run your generator. Yeah, for sure. Just bring your generator for, you know, if it gets warm going down the highway or whatever, run the generator in the back of the truck and you're, yeah. you're golden. Yeah, like if it's late November, you might be fine. Oh, you're late November, you're golden. Yeah, you're All good. the way down. Um, and so you've got some moose tags, some moose hunts and whatnot. Are yeah. they your early season, late season, or what are they for? I have everything right now available. Everything. Yeah, I've got early season as early as August 25th and then as late as November 30th. Wow. Wow. So I got the whole season. Northern Alberta. Yep. Big bulls. Big bulls. That's awesome. Yeah. Moose that haven't even seen people. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And so uh, so what's the deal with residents? Can a resident buy a guided hunt? Obviously they can, right? Uh, no, not for me. Not from you? No, not for me. A resident can't. So it's got to be a non-resident of Alberta. Has to be a non-resident of Alberta, yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is your, if you got a win card, you're valid for the draw system, so... Oh, 
so you can't buy a guided hunt. And I wouldn't anyway. Like I could, pro- I think I could do predator hunts. Yeah, I might legally be allowed to do it, but I wouldn't. Okay, okay, I see. Anyway, for moose, interesting. Just and you're not gonna pay, you know, seven grand or yeah. six grand to hunt a moose when you can pay thirty bucks to oh, buy well, a tag. Oh, you share your <laughs> yeah. secret hotspots with everybody, that's and they'll come back right. the next year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got some good spots up there. Yeah, there's. Lots Have you of been country. up there in the off season? Not yet. No, I'm gonna go up there this winter. Maybe run some sleds around. Yeah. See some new country in the snow. Yeah. How's the predator situation up there? There's lots of bears in the one spot and lots of wolves. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna hit up the river next year, and there's always game on the river. So yeah, those safe. river systems, man, they're just dense with yeah. everything. I was talking to a guy today who hunts the Peace River river system, and um, you know, like he's showing me photos of just giant white tails, everything oh, white tails, mule class deer, Peace river. elk, yep. moose, like yep. every ungulate that you can pretty much hunt yep. is in there. Well, there's a bunch of our record books out of the Peace River Valley. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, it's it's just unreal the the critters they hold. It's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. Right on, right on. <clears throat> so, Amy, you want to get into maybe how you started hunting? How I started hunting, um, yeah. So, my dad hunted with us when we were younger, a little bit, not like a whole whole lot. And I was the one that didn't have any interest in it. I honestly, I was the one reading books in the back of the truck and sleeping because I didn't. So you have one sister, right? One, yeah, one older sister. So she was she was a little bit more into it than I was, um, and she had got into the hunting before me uh, when she was with um, her ex, and um, they would go hunting. I kind of had an interest in it, but I mean, it wasn't. I didn't really know anybody to go hunting with, and Dad wasn't doing it anymore. And but then I met this this guy here, and uh, I think it was like our first date. We were supposed to go hunting the next day. And we were both so freaking hungover because <laughs> we went to Fishbowl Friday at BP's. <laughs> we went out there. I don't think we even seen anything. And we're like, I feel like crap. Let's well, go and home. I should <laughs> say, like, I I think I just freshly moved to Slave Lake then, too. Yeah, like, so that was 2012 We started or dating so. in November of 2013. You had just moved there in August. Yeah, so I was... That's my style, though. First date, let's go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and you know, like, I never... Like, I was so green then, too. I never knew what I was doing. Um, and I still don't, but I just... Pretend like you pretend do. Pretend like At least I you do. know how to pretend like <laughs> you yeah. do now. Yeah. yeah. But no, it all started from there. And then we would go... We didn't do a whole lot of deer hunting right off the bat. We were, like, set on getting a bear. We both wanted Well, what it was is... Yeah, November. So we had just met in November. Hunting season, we had a few more weeks. Hunting season was done. And yeah. then the next season was the spring bear season. So we had hunted all of that spring bear season, didn't get anything. No. We hunted that next fall, and I think I got one of those doe spikers. <laughs> you think yeah. it's a doe and it's a well, spiker. Well, you're forgetting. So that following, so I got my bear. Oh, no, my bear is in twenty. No, so then, yeah, then after... Going. After that fall, the following spring is when you got your bear, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got his little <laughs> his little doe spiker. Whoops. He's like, oh, look, there's there's doe. Yeah. I'm going to go get the doe. And I was like, okay. So he goes and shoots the doe, and he comes back. He goes, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I thought, he's like, fuck. <laughs> so we go up to it, and it's tiny oh, yeah. little freaking spiker. So yeah. how did you not see that? Well, it was, it was in dense br- in the branches. I thought it was just branches. I was like... <laughs> The worst thing is, is he did that twice. No, <laughs> he didn't learn for the first time. That's happened to us all. I've done it oh, to you. Man. Yeah, I can't say I have. Sorry. So <laughs> I've I've actually stopped shooting does for that reason. Yeah. Because in the bush, 
it is so easy to mistaken a doe or a spiker for a doe when you're when you're hunting in that thick thick brush and you know when you're hunting with a rifle shooting 100 150 yards 200 yards sometimes it's tough man well so many times around here you see an animal's vitals yeah and you don't see their head or you don't you know you see their ass end and you don't see their front half that's just it like the deer i shot this year when we like it was down down in a valley that was just fully brushed like just trees, 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 as far as you see can it. see. Yeah. So, we see antlers and a head. Then he steps forward. I see a front shoulder. Then he steps forward and I see his ass. So, I'm like, okay, I need him to take two more steps. And all I got is that small window of his shoulder and vitals when he takes those two steps. And uh, that's just it, right? Like, you, I did not once have a full view of that animal, but I took some time and made sure that he had, you know, a set of antlers. But, um, yeah, like I've talked to a lot of guys who've been doe hunting and they're lucky that they have buck tags because they shoot a spiker by accident. That's over. And, uh, what is it, like four inches? If yeah. it's over four inches, you got to put a buck tag yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, you know, you know, usually when you're doe hunting, a lot of times, too, around here, you're allowed two tags. A lot of times it's for separate zones, separate though. Zones. But, um, you know, if you're just looking to fill a doe, usually you're cruising trails and stuff and, and back roads and whatnot. And, uh, usually they're farther shots so you just got to make sure and damn sure that uh that thing doesn't have antlers so that's why that's i right. haven't really pursued them yeah. but uh yeah it happens like i know so <laughs> many guys that have fucking done it and it is heartbreaking when yeah. you walk up to that animal and you're like fuck I mean, there goes my buck tag yeah. heartbreaking but it's it's i mean i guess i don't know i just think it's meat yeah, yeah. no no it's definitely meat but um but I've never really i gotta say meat. like i love meat and i and I hunt animals for meat. And when I when I got that moose, I was thrilled. My my freezer was full, but I just as much hunt for the experience um, as I do the meat. Like if I never got the meat, I would still hunt. If I was allowed to hunt, and and if I was forced not to keep the meat, I would still hunt just because I love hunting. Yeah. Um, and that's why we we bear hunt, right? Like we don't always keep all the meat. We'll usually keep a quarter or two, but it's not necessary. So but we still bear. do it. My first bear didn't work that way. Yeah. So we, let's go back to that story. So we yeah, were building, building up to your yeah, bear. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. We I went finally, on. yeah, we finally we were going out. We, we were seeing bears. It's not that we weren't seeing bears. Just that it's like he had said, they're in such dense bush that you're not seeing the full part of the bear. Um, so it was in 2015. It was in May, I believe, right? Yeah, and uh, we had went out to our spot where we were seeing bears left, right, and center, and um, we had seen one bear, and he's telling me to stalk up to, and I had my baffins on. Big rubber boots. Yeah, he's telling me, you're so freaking loud, take those things off. Well, I'm barefoot in them, so I'm walking barefoot on gravel and thorns to go after this damn bear, and I don't think, did I shoot? Yeah, I did. I shot and I missed, so I was like, oh, damn, felt terrible. Then we got back in the truck, kept going, and we see this, like, nice chocolate brown bear. He wasn't huge, but his coat was just gorgeous. Tried to go after him, but he was in an area where it had been logged out, and the logs were all still laying there. So one minute he's up on top of a log, and then all of a sudden he's down, and you can't see him. So we lost sight of him pretty quickly. And we kept going. We were in the way back in the middle of, I don't even freaking know we were, but fuck nowhere is what I'm going to say. And um, he's like, you know, it's getting late. We should probably turn around. And I'm going to turn around up here. And I just glanced to my right. And all of a sudden, there's a bear right there in this little open spot in the trees munching out on some grass. And we're like, okay. So I got out and I shot it. 
and he drops. And I like looked at Brody and I'm like, I just shot my bear and I drop. Like I'm sitting on the ground and vibrating. I'm trying to drink and water is like pouring all over my face. <laughs> and Brody's like, let's go see it. Let's go see it. I'm like, dude, we don't even know if it's dead yet. Like, and he gets up to it and I'm still sitting on the road, like vibrating, like couldn't even walk. And he's freaking out in the bush. Oh my God. I don't think we realized how big this thing was. And I'm like, okay, he's just, he's being overkill. Like It is a big bear though. Oh my God. And, like, so I get up to it, and he's like, yeah, let's take some photos. And this was before, like, we really spent a lot of time trying to make sure we got a good photo. It was kind of like, let's hurry up, get this done, skin it out, or whatever we have to do. And so I'm trying to lift the head of this bear, and I can't lift the head of this freaking bear, and I look like a dumbass in my photos. I had a freaking thorn bush stabbing right <laughs> in my butt, and I just look stupid. And then he's like, okay, let's get this bear out on the road. We're trying to get this bear out on the road. We can't move it. We can't roll it. We can't do anything. He gets the quad. We drag it out. Well, now how are we going to get it into the box of truck? Couldn't even get into the box of truck where he goes, we're just going to have to skin it. Like, right here, we just have to skin it. So he's skinning it. He's getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. I stopped skinning. I took a plastic bag, and I was, like, hitting all the mosquitoes off of him because his back was just covered in Oh, yeah, you got to have a flag person when skinning bears here. Yeah, For sure. And the thing is, is he's so fast at skinning bears that I'm more in the way than anything so i'll be the mosquito killer you just skin my bear for me and um i think we took a backstrap off that oh no yeah we did Did we yeah we took a backstrap we took a backstrap off of him and um it wasn't until the next day he brought it to the shop and you got it salted yeah opened it right up salted and we realized once it was salted on the ground that thing was about seven and a half feet yeah so that hide has some stretch right your hide always stretches about 25 percent. i think is safe to say um so you know that bear if you would have measured nose to the base of the tail is right around six feet so that's uh, a big bear that's a big bear yeah the skull went in like 19 and 10 16ths i think right around there so it's uh it's a big big bear yeah yep. and now i compare all his bears to it yeah He's every single bear body. i shoot the first thing yeah, she says well it's me. not as big as mine well it's not as big as mine <laughs> and the funny thing is the next day it was like the next day we went out same area and he uh he got a bear and this one we literally just lifted it up into the box of the yeah. truck i was like well it's not as big as mine <laughs> yeah. yeah but That's, yeah that kick started it that's yeah. where it all started was that bear and now you guys both got the bug yeah but we don't hunt together much <laughs> we don't yeah, it's but not... it works that way though yeah right? no does. yeah it's uh one of you might not come home one time it's probably gonna be him. <laughs> we butt heads. Like we do bear hunting. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take the kids. We'll out take the kids with us. So yeah, cruise around. Chicken hunting. Get something. Yeah. But I hunt in a different area. So like when I got my my muley, he wasn't with me. <laughs> it well, it's good dad. that you have somebody like your dad with property like that that you yeah. can go and have like your own, basically your own place to. Yeah, he's not hunt. allowed up there. <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I you know there's I have a moose tag. I'm like, no. No, you don't. You can go away. Not for here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not here. <laughs> yeah, see what I got to deal with, eh? No. Nope. Jesus, just I don't know killer. your spots. You don't know my spots. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. yeah. But no, you know, it's it's uh, it's good that you have, you know, your dad to go with you. Because like mm-hmm. you said, it's not something that you're really ready to do by yourself. No. But uh, you know I, me, I, like yeah. I strive by myself. I, when I'm doing something, it's my way. telling him what to do. It's my way. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It's good for yeah. you too, because you can yeah. do it 
solo like you like to do it, right? Yeah, like I often think it would be great to, you know, go with a bunch of buddies and go moose hunting or white-tailed deer hunting. But then when it actually comes down to that day, I'm like, I just need to go by myself. Like, because I want to do this my way, (laughs) whether it's right or not. We still got to do, like, an elk hunt or a moose hunt. Without a doubt. Because we all like to hunt solo. Yes. So it'd be like, okay, well, let's get fucking drunk at camp <laughs> at night, and then we'll all go we, hunt by ourselves. I think we we'll need to do back. a girls and guys thing, because me and Katie would kick your guys' asses. You think so, eh? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah she's, she's, come on. She's going to get trained up on her bow, and she'll be just as much of a savage as the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, bigger bear... Bigger muley. Katie got a good bear this year too, eh? Yeah, she did. Yeah. How did that one go down? Well, that one. Well, that one. There's a video out. I don't know if it's on our page. That one is awesome. Uh, It's a little hard. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best video I've ever seen. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's that's pretty raw footage. That one. Yeah. Yeah, we were just in there filling baits, and uh, we went in. Actually, so we went in, and I always go in and check that bait first because I've had. I've had bears come in sort of after I've been there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I always go in, like I, I always have to make two trips because it's all walk-in only. I don't want to quad trail in that bait or anything because it's kind of close. And actually, coincidentally, some asshole put a bait basically right on top of this bait oh, this man. spring. So mm-hmm. anyway, we're there filling the bait. We walk in with the gun and the camera and everything, you know, figuring there's going to be a bear as I've been filling the bait pretty regularly. And we get there and there's nothing. I kind of search around, do a little walk around. There's nothing. The bait's empty, and but nothing there. Mm. So we go back, grab all the bait. And I said, okay, well, we won't take the camera now so that somebody has two hands, but we'll still take the gun. Yeah. So, of course, we, Smart. Get, we get there <laughs> and here's this big bear standing at the barrel, just standing there. Jesus. And I'm like, okay, well, he's, you know, he's all right. You know, Katie might, I don't want to shoot him because I'm not in the tree stand. I don't have the camera now. You yeah. Know. So I pulled out my phone, and uh, I just gave it to Katie, and we sort of approached the bear, got a little bit closer to where we could shoot if we wanted to, and uh, got her all set up. And then the bear laid down. And he laid down mm. right, on his, right on the bear trail, facing us. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. Chewing on, like, a strawberry bush or whatever. And he just yeah. laid there just like a dog Damn. facing us. <laughs> just front feet crossed, swatting out a little fucking branch, and he just... <laughs> He's just watching us. He's just waiting. I was like, okay, well, let's put the bait. Like, just stand there, watch, and I'll put the bait out. And if he moves, just How say something. How is she yeah. not shitting her pants? Because I go in the baits with him, and I'm like, fuck, let's get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be yeah. in here. Like, props to her. Well, awesome. I don't know. Maybe it's me because I'm super, like, calm. It would probably yeah. make, it might even make you more nervous if you walked into a bait with me because it's, like, I don't even take a gun most of the time. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, like, I'm super. You're on your own on that one. I'm super, like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm here to feed you guys, so, you know. They're not really going to fuck with me yeah. anyway. <laughs> I'm just super comfortable around black bears, which could be my demise. Have you experienced day. that before walking into a bait with bears there? Oh, all the time. Okay. All so that time. wasn't uh So when, when I've done outfitted, like guided baited bear hunts, one thing that we do is you always leave. You, usually when you're doing big sets of baits, when you're doing like a dozen or 20 or 30, you know, whatever you got control of as a guide, you're running a quad because it's a big stock of bait, right? So one thing you always do is you leave your quad running when you get there because then the bears learn that that engine sound sitting there means that there's food hmm. 
Smart. It's like yeah. a, it's literally a dinner bell. Yeah. yeah. And so when I did it guiding, I got used to it really quick because the bears, it's almost like they're just 10 yards in the bush laying there. Wow. Because you'd roll up, there'd be nothing there. Or yeah. maybe they were there and they just sort of clear Sauntered out when you off. drive in and then come back. Yeah. But every single time, bears would be on me. Wow. Like right Crazy. there. Crazy. And yeah. so I got really, really, really comfortable with it. Yes. And then that particular bait where Katie got her bear is all walking. Mm. And when I hunt it, it's from my tree stand that I built. Yeah. And it's with a bow, so I don't take a gun with me or anything. So I'm pretty used to... Nope. However, I do have grizzly <laughs> pictures on that. that yeah, that's a little hairy. <laughs> yeah, you see, I've never... Well, there was one time this spring when we were hunting with Tim uh, with Old Smoke's Coffee there. And the day we got his bear, we walked in and there was a bear at the bait, but he had ran off right away. Yeah. And so we hadn't... I've never experienced that before. Like, I've never yes. been baiting and a bear walking in on me before. Well, oh, this and, bear was uh, totally... Um, yeah, like, to get back to Katie's story, this bear was totally docile just yeah. laid down it was just like okay i'm just waiting for you guys to leave and then i'll eat it all <laughs> yeah yeah that was so a big I, bear too and it is a big bear yeah. yeah so i i filled up the baits and i said if he moves like she was leaned up against a tree gun on him i said if he moves don't you know be erratic or anything just say something yeah and i'll just come and she's yeah. only five yards from me and the bear's 20 yards from her so yeah. it's not just gonna get up at a full run but he's still cat. only 20 but yards still away 20 yards. Yeah, but you know he's laying there playing, playing yeah. with a flower so yeah. he's, he's not he wasn't too worried about and this is all on video like this yeah. video is like 15 minutes long yeah, yeah. so yeah, we're seeing it that's, that's and i super and then cool. so i'm done right and i'm like okay katie you want this bear like i've looked at it long enough i'm like it's a decent bear it's yeah. not a small bear yeah because when they're laying down you can't tell and mm. when they're kind of low in the moss you can't really tell nope. I'm like it's a good bear you can shoot it if you want do you want it she's like oh, i don't know you know we don't have to oh. <laughs> and that's i'm like okay well do you want to because this is the perfect opportunity he's yeah. literally just chilling it's not right gonna get here. any more perfect than this and i said and it's a healthy bear it's early in the year so we'll eat them because i don't like eating my baited bears which is why i don't hunt bears over bait very often yeah but this was early in the year, so I was like, we're going to eat this bastard. Like, yeah, for it's sure. It's a big bear. Yeah. And, uh, and he's all black, and he wasn't one of my target bears, so it was a perfect situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, we got to the point where I was all done, and I walked up to the, where she was beside her, got her nice and comfortable. I said, okay, I'm going to try and get him to stand up now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd be I'm, dying. <laughs> I'm, like, stopping my feet. I'm kind of, like, lunging at him. I'm, like, yelling at him. He's just not doing anything but no. like perking his ears up and kind yeah. of looking at me. So I'm like, okay. I said, she, and the other thing is she's left-handed. Oh. So every time I try and set up, it's like for me being right-handed. Yeah. So I'm trying to rotate her back and forth as the bear is kind of starting to get up. And between me having the gun and her having the gun on either side yeah, of this tree yeah. leaned up. And so eventually the bear starts walking towards us. Oh, God. And so then I just, like, basically told him to stop. I don't know what. I made some sort of yeah. noise. I just yelled. He stopped. I said, okay, if you're steady and that open sight gun, I said, if you're steady and that bead isn't open moving. Open sight. Yeah. So if that front pin isn't moving on the bear, you yeah. can't see it moving, just pull the trigger right in the middle of his chest. Yeah. Like, right below his esophagus right in the yeah, chest because he was he was right on right at yeah, us and he's at like yeah. 15 yards now right because he just yeah. started walking towards us and she just popped one off and i saw the thing tumble i saw the bullet come out the back and yeah 
down. You got him, and then nice. and then the swearing. Was she posted <laughs> she posted the video on the Alberta Women Outdoors page, and she got so much like positive feedback oh, from that's that. Good. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Dude, you just shot your first bear with an open sight gun <laughs> at like 15 yards," and she's like, "Oh, sorry for the swears. No, girl, you swear. Yeah. You fucking swear. Like, yeah. and this all you hear is." I fucking got my first bear. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> she, well, so yeah, so she shot. It was a good hit. I saw it. The bear immediately turned, ran across. I saw him like starting to slow down right away. Like he's piled up. Yeah. So I took the gun right away thinking if, if, if he does do a loop or if he, if he does do one more lap, yeah. whatever, I'll put another one in him. He never does. We walk over to him. And uh, it was awesome. it's awesome. Man. That's right. She on, got man. it done, and she was so excited. She just couldn't even do anything. She yeah, Literally. she couldn't. She couldn't pick up the bear's head or anything because <laughs> she was shaking so much. So the that. first thing she did, she just as soon as <laughs> I walk up, I poke it and make sure it's dead. She's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yes." Why? She's shaking. She just lays down beside it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> she's like, "It's bigger than me." I'm yeah. happy. That's awesome. Uh, that's yeah, that's too cool, man. Yeah. And you know that's like that was the perfect opportunity and perfect like that's that's a story that you can tell. Exactly. You aren't driving down the road shooting a bear or, yeah. or shooting the first one you see. Um, you know you made a conscious decision that that is the one you want to take, and uh, you know that's that's a well, story to tell. That is too cool. And interestingly enough, she got. Uh, quite a bit of hate from one of her friends who like uh, a, f- a friend of hers that she grew up with yeah who's i feel like i've seen this wasn't this on facebook that this it happened? could have been i think so, i think he tried to post about it and and tagged her in oh, it and really? tried to make her look bad about it but it it, it blew over fairly quickly yeah. And yeah no skin off her teeth anyway but he kind of went after her he's like oh you you know shot this defenseless bear it was oh just laying God. there blah 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 she's like yeah but what you don't understand is I wanted to shoot a bear. Yeah. I wanted to eat it. This wasn't a rush situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, we watched it long enough to know that it was the one we want to take. It was a mature yeah. bear. It wasn't just some little cub that was exactly. too young and naive. Yeah. It was just, it knew bait is bait and that's <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. And you know, yeah. bears are like that on the side of the road. If you're standing mm-hmm. in the patch of clover they want, they'll yeah. walk towards it. They don't yeah. care. Oh, well, look at the one that I got this spring. We had seen him when you guys had to come help us yeah, find we it. Yeah, to track it. Yeah, we uh, this bear was just laying there watching some deer like eighty yards away yep. from yeah. munching out on a clover patch. Seen us. They're just curious. Kind of got up and stood like perfectly broadside, and uh, yeah, and then I shot him, and his head hit the ground. Brody goes, "Oh, you missed." No. The bear takes off. Oh, you missed. <laughs> I was like, "Let's go find some blood." No blood. Oh, you missed. You That's missed. I was like, "Let's look at the footage." Well, yeah. the footage wasn't that great because we didn't communicate. I didn't know I was supposed to tell him before I was shooting. I just, "Hey, there's a bear. Hey, I'm gonna shoot it. It's broadside." So yeah. I shot it. And, I think um, I watched that video. You did. I sent you he the video. That you. No, I watched it a yeah, hundred times. Yeah, because he was like, so. he was like, man, like, is this was this bear hit? Yeah, does this look like we like, shot does it? Does it look like it got hit? And, oh, I uh, thought so, one hundred percent from the video that you hit it. Yeah. it oh, yeah, for sure. it looks like it from the video, and that's why we decided we gotta go back this next day because well, yeah. that looks like that. We searched and searched, and there was no blood no at blood. all. But that bear has got to be down point. just by looking at the video. Let's yeah. give it one more shot. Yeah. Went back the next day with you guys, and sure enough, we found it, and there was literally no blood but where that bear had died yep. and it was only like 60 yards in the bush but it was under and it was a perfect all those, shot yeah all yeah. those um spruce trees so yeah. even when you were looking it was pitch black out at that point we couldn't see it no. we had both the kids in the truck one of which was what three months old yeah so i mean 
mean, um, probably not a good idea. So no, but but we still shot it with the full intention of going oh, to retrieve 100%. and find that bear. Just like I I had looked for, no I blood. I looked till it was dark, right? And there was well, no yeah, blood. And, yeah. trailing a bear in the dark is not a good idea. No, yeah, no, never anytime. No. So so yeah, no, and that was yeah, it was a it was a good shot, but. It was a good bear. You know, that's why I love bear hunting so much is because they're the coolest animals to interact with. Well, like, and, and just like these, both of these situations, you get the opportunity to like watch them and yes. to calm down yourself and yeah. to like make all your precise decisions. Yeah. Well, I remember he was asking me, he's like, so like, where did you shoot? And I was like, right behind his shoulder where yeah. I'm supposed to shoot. Were you shaking? No, I was steady. Mm. Like, I'm sure I hit him. Yeah. But we asked these questions because... Damn you, right, I was fucking shaking. You gotta ask those questions. Oh yeah, you yeah. look at the footage that he had, and it was like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Well, I guess we're not using that for an episode." Yeah. yeah. No, oh, that's no. cool. And then we got that bear, and what was it? Was it before then we seen that grizzly bear, or after that? You seen the grizzlies before? I thought. It was before that, yeah. Because you see grizzlies before you seen black bears. Mm-hmm. No, no, we got your bear. That oh, was the first day where we well, got you. It was early. It was April something. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, I think it was a week after, or two weeks after, because there's so many bears in this area. We went to see if we could fill a supplemental tag. Yeah. And uh, and then we seen the grizzly bear, and that grizzly wasn't a kilometer from where you got your bear. Like he was close. The other ones too that we had seen. <laughs> and then the other two, they were actually not far from that spot either. All in the uh, area. Yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. was nope. I'll stay away from grizzlies. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I was cool. close enough to that one. I don't need to be any closer. Yeah. So. That's something we're gonna have to deal with now, though. Yeah. yeah. Gonna have to do something. Terrifying. <laughs> have to text every hour, Brody. Yeah, I every guess so. freaking hour. Yeah. Not, so what about you and Katie? Do you guys have any means of communication or rules? I feel like you guys Katie is follow? so much more chill than me, though. <laughs> well, I'm so fucking high strung. I'll I hate, admit it. I hate to say the word, but I've tr- I've trained her. Not to be <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen? I, to I hope Katie has to not be to derogatory this. at all. But I've yeah. sort of been like, you know what? <laughs> this is the way I've done it. This is the way I'm going to continue doing it. Yeah. You better hope I'll, she I'll doesn't be listen to this podcast. And I'll text you, <laughs> and I'll, you'll have a means to reach me. But it might not be immediate. Like I might get back yeah. to you three hours later. Yeah, no. So but do you run your inReach all hunting season? I have it with me, but it's never on. So can can they track you or can nope. they see where they are? Nobody okay. can see nothing. So the only reason you have it is just that we need to call out basically. Peace of yeah. mind, pretty much. Let's be well, I keep first of all, I keep it off to conserve the battery. Yes. Mm. Second of all, I never use the GPS because I use the GPS on my phone. Oh, okay. Because the maps are better. It's easier interface to use with my fingers on uh, my phone. I see, yeah. So I don't use the GPS. Unless I had to, right? Yeah. It has the SOS button, but it takes five seconds to turn on and three seconds to press the SOS. Mm. So if shit's going to go down and I don't have eight seconds, I don't have three seconds. It's kind of the thought yeah, I that guess I have, so, eh? right? Like yeah. if, it's, if it's bad enough that if it's on and I can hit the button, but I can't when it's off. Yeah. Eh. Small margins. But um, if I'm going somewhere solo or I'm going somewhere where I know I'm not going to have communication, it's like, okay, by, you know, midnight, if you haven't heard from me, yeah, you should probably start trying to hear from me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, after that proceed as follows, but yeah. otherwise, you know, I could be, I could be stuck. Don't worry about me. I'm not dead. Yeah. You know, well, that's sort of what we talked I about could too. Be is if you don't hear from me, like tracking an animal after hunting season, then right? you can. Yeah. I could be helping somebody season. else after the hunting stop time. You know, yeah. like you just yeah. if I don't know. When I went, like when I go sheep hunting, I have the inReach. It's yeah. on. I have 
Um, even with a group, um, I have emergency contacts. So my parents, yeah. her parents, um, when Ryan was with us, his girlfriend was our emergency, one of our emergency contacts. Oh, okay. So every day at certain times of day, you'd get a message. And if you didn't I get see. a message, so it'd be like nine in the morning. Cause we know for sure we're probably not doing anything right around nine in the morning. Yeah. So you don't want to do it like, <clears throat> especially sheep hunting. I you don't want to do it like seven a.m. because that's when you're getting up, right? So yeah. you're gonna, it's pretty easy to forget to text somebody. So <laughs> I like to do it like around nine or ten. Okay, so I've been up, sort of doing what I'm doing for the day already. I'll text everybody, and then if you want, you'll like I can text you again at noon, I guess. <laughs> like, but no, then I I'll guess. text you. Then I'll text you at like nine p.m. Okay. So usually it's nine and nine. Yeah, no. And so what's that. the drill if they don't hear? So if, if you they don't, don't hear get from two me messages, from, no. If you don't hear from me from the first one, okay, just be on standby. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> if it's been twenty-four hours, like you've missed, I've missed two intervals now. Yes. Then you're gonna want to probably have somebody look at my last message location. Okay. Right? Yeah. Which is another nice thing about the inReach is yes. every time you send a message, whether you want to or not, you can turn the setting off. Yeah. But if you want to see, every time you send a message, you can have it so that that person just clicks on the link that comes in the message. I see. And Google Maps pops up. Brings or Garmin up. map pops up. Yeah. And it shows exactly where you are, where you sent that message from. I see. Don't get ideas. That's not, that's Shares not your hunting happening. spot with everybody. <laughs> Only with whoever you Only sent it to. Only with whoever you sent it to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can always turn it off, too. So Interesting. You just, you're like, hey, I'm A-OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm not dead somewhere. Have you so, played around with those spot... GPS no, the spot's is, garbage. Don't are they spot. A? Don't buy spot. Oh, okay. No. Spot, the problem with spot is you have no way of knowing that your message got out. Oh, okay. Um, and so I don't know if they've, they're a lot cheaper and everything, and they were kind of first out or one of the first yeah. brands out. But I don't know if they've changed over the years. I'm sure they've made improvements. But the original spot, you just hit a button, your remote flashes or whatever the spot thing flashes, and you don't know if... Somebody's coming. You don't know if your thing didn't work. Interesting, yeah. You don't know where. In reach, it... Um, I had somebody explain this to me. It sends like three or four signals when you send a text message. So it goes to a satellite. It has to be able to see three satellites to send a message, I think. Oh, okay. So it'll continue to try sending that message until it makes contact with enough satellites. And there's like hundreds of them that they yeah. can connect with. So they can connect anywhere in the world. It's the only device that's reachable absolutely everywhere in the world. Hmm. And it's because there's so many satellites. Once it reaches the three satellites, it then sends it to whoever your recipient is. And then once it's sent to the recipient, it gets a message back to the satellites and back to your device saying that it actually Saying that sent. it sent and went through. It actually went through. Interesting. Yeah, you see, I've never really spent much time hunting in places where I don't have cell phone service, at least off and on. And I've noticed that the cell phone service, the coverage is in places where it hasn't been three, oh, four, five years ago. Because sure, yeah. like all of my deer spots now I can run and sell the other cameras pretty much everywhere. So there's no excuse to not text your wife. Well, yeah. that, used, that, used to, that used to be one well, of my scouting like criteria was like, is there cell phone service? No. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate having cell phone service. I know, I know. And it's... Honestly, well, part of it's for me and part of it's because I don't like being bugged. But part of it is like if I'm sitting in a tree stand and I have cell phone service, I'll just start scrolling. And it's like I'll, you turn into a zombie. Yeah. It's awful. And that's all you want to do. You never want to put your phone in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then days you don't have them, you can sit there for 12 hours and not think about your screen at all. Yeah. 
That's but true. But then the days you have it and you have cell phone service, I'm always. I don't know. I don't want to go hunt. I mind you, I'm not sitting in a tree stand. But like when I go hunting, I'm not on my phone that often. Like when I was out. No, but oh, if you spent if you spent 14 hours sitting, sitting in a tree, in spot, that's just it. I'm, sitting, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm constantly moving. If I'm moving, my phone spot. never comes out of my pocket, and that's why you don't hear from me all day. The only yeah. time it came out of my pocket when I well, I texted you a few times. It was when I got my buck. Yeah. And I was I actually like called him. <laughs> when I got my buck, I shot my buck, and this thing's like, you know, it's still twitching on the ground doing this thing that it's doing. And I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm like, oh shit, it's trying to get back up. But it was literally just like, just nerves. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I gotta go. And then I like, I think I called you right after again. And I was, dad's like, put the phone away. We have work to do now. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it was nice that I had my service because didn't you want to Well, it's know? nice too. Like we don't, we don't utilize it, me and you, as much as we should, but the Geopack Hunt app, as long as you have service or even if your service is cutting in and out, you can have a group. So I can have you in my group, yep. her and we my group. We were in a group at one point, but mine just stopped working. Yeah, you had to update your app. Yeah, you might have to oh. renew your subscription or something yeah. too, right? But And so how it works is um, you're all in a group, so I can send an SOS signal. I can send a buck down signal. I can send whatever. Um, and you're looking at a map, and it'll show where each person in that group is at all times. Yeah. And so if you don't have service, well, it'll show the last place you were with service. And you can to zoom right in on that yeah. and uh, send messages throughout the group and know it's, it's a pretty good tool. And what's nice now is at least in Alberta, unless you're in the mountains, most places have service. And as long as you have one bar, or even if it cuts in and out, you can still utilize that app. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it works just like what, these GPSs your do. Your GPS works all the time, no matter what. It's just whether you can send the signal out. Exactly. Right? So you yeah. always have GPS. You always know you basically where yeah. you are. Yeah. yeah. It's just the signal that sends out to the other recipients in the group group um you need service so for does that. that does that app do anything like as far as sos does it send to any emergency services no, or just sos not that group? not that i know that not that i know of yeah the sos it sends to the other members your of your group yeah. um it's now still good, though. i'd have still to look into that because yeah. it might there might be i'm sure there's you an option think, to send think. it to uh yeah. to the the people who uh the authorities but anyways i'm gonna do something here uh an ad here for antler obsession today's podcast is brought to you by antler obsession the only big game attractant and supplement designed specifically for elk moose and deer living in a northern climate this time of year uh january right after the rut february march april may june and july is absolutely crucial to put these supplements out um you know when those deer are ready to drop their antlers and grow a brand new pair when their does are are pregnant and uh, need the the phosphorus for the fawns it is extremely important to provide a supplement and these deer elk and moose will uh they'll uh, they'll hit it all uh, all off season and it really helps tracking your game seeing what's in the area and it greatly benefits them antler wise and increases the the population of the animals so go to nontypical.org use promo code podcast for 10% off everything in our store, including Antler Obsession Supplement and Attractant. And uh, one more here, kickstart your day with smoked coffee. It fuels our podcast. Right now we are drinking the Blazin' Apple. It is uh, light roast, high in caffeine. It's uh, my uh, one of my favorites. 
Um, and that's right. It's smoked coffee. So this apple is smoked with apple wood and it is absolutely phenomenal. So all smoked coffee is revolutionizing the coffee industry with smoked coffee beans. My personal favorite is the blazing apple and sipping whiskey. Order yours at oldsmokescoffee.com and use promo code non-typical for 10% off. Gets my ass up the mountain every morning. It does, eh? <laughs> sure does. That's good, man. Yeah, I, uh, I got the coffee pot going at uh, 5.30 in the morning right before I head out at 6 each day. And this coffee grinder. Uh, yeah, it's good. Making it's the good. <clears throat> Wake Amy up in the middle of, middle of the morning. Every yeah. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and you know, I could grind them ahead of time. But there's something about grinding a fresh bean in the morning. And waking up and your whole family. No, Smelling no, it. no. I usually sneak out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But That's what uh, you think. yeah, it's good stuff, man. Smoked coffee. I never even knew that was a thing until we uh, yeah. got onto it. So yeah, yeah it's good, Tim good, is a good stuff. God. He is, he is. And yeah, we filmed the bear episode with him this spring. He got a big bear. We were just having a look at it here at the taxidermy shop. Um, heck of a bear for his first bear. Nice white patch on it. and uh, Hell of a mount, too, man. Yeah, it turned out good. yourself. That's yeah, a, yeah, it turned good, out really good. Damn good mount. Yeah, so have you have you checked your wolf baits or done anything with that lately? I checked it. I checked it right before Christmas. And funny enough, actually, I had a coyote come in every day. So um, maybe let's go back first. Remember we talked about having um, an SD card or a, a SIM card in that camera so that I could have pictures texted me? Yeah, yeah, days? for sure. Yeah. So when I picked up that camera, there were 6,000 pictures on it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Probably 5,590 of them whatever we're of ravens oh yeah <laughs> so, healthy so raven population that idea yes. might not be i mean in theory it's good but i never thought of that either no and, and that would drive me fucking crazy well the reality of that situation right there is your batteries are just gonna die extremely quick when you gotta send when you're sending them yeah when you're sending them i found my camera will send like the geocams they have two battery slots so you can run it on either eight batteries or you can run it on 16 and if you have all 16 on there i usually have mine taking five photos 12 megapixel and filming a 15 second 1080p video so it does both oh, that's lots yeah it does yeah. both because i want high quality stuff for so the this show is for deer, right uh this is yeah from like deer for deer spots. moose yeah, yeah, and yeah. and whatnot and then the bear bait as well but and the reason why I do that is because I'm usually at that camera once a month. Yeah. So if I need to change the batteries, I can. And it'll send, uh, it'll probably send 150 photos, 200 photos to my phone before I need to replace the batteries. Okay. Um, so that's, it'll send one photo for every five it takes, right? So you have something walk through, it'll take five photos, send one to the phone, oh, and then record. So it doesn't send all that no. shit to your phone. Okay. No, and then it'll record the video. So you can choose if you want it to take the video and send that to your yeah. phone or the photo. But I'll just do the photo. You can even change the resolution of the photo it sends to your phone. Oh, so you can good. do low, medium, high. But it'll still take it in a high quality and send it. It'll still low. take it in whatever you want, but you can choose what you want oh, to send nice. to your phone. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, if you're taking and so how you said 6,000 photos? Yeah, but the, you know what? The batteries were still three quarters full. Yeah. So I just switched the SD card. Well, and that's going. that's what's nice. So you would have been sending, like if you had it on, on a five-photo burst, you would have sent, that would have sent, wanted to send 1,000 photos yeah. to your phone, and it would have died after a few days. So. And that's exactly it. So the pictures that were on it, so I took it, I had it set at three burst, 
And I think in like a three minute interval. Yeah. Like a three minute dead dead time. But those Ravens will be there all day and night. Well that's and you want that. You want that, okay. right? Because yeah. that's what brings the, the For predators sure. in. Yeah. So um there was lots of Ravens right off the bat. And then there was a coyote that was coming in every day. And he was coming in and he was eating on the uh the carcass rib cages and stuff. He was coming in every day, like same spot, in and out, in and out. And so where my camera is, you can see the bait. And then it's kind of looking, it's, well, it's looking down into the creek valley, or the, actually a river valley. And you can see the frozen river right kind of through the middle of the picture, but in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this coyote comes into the bottom right corner of the picture every day. Wow. Sort of <laughs> a couple times and just right to the bait. And d- in right. daylight, like during the day? During okay. The day. Always during the day. Yeah. Nothing at night. Oh, okay. And then probably, oh, I think I left it. I think I left it 15 days before I checked it. So four days in, I started seeing wolves walking on a river. Wow. Oh, wow. In the background. But always at the same time that the coyote's there. Huh. But always in the background. So they'd go walk down the river. So they'd cross out of frame. Wow. Come onto the ice, walk on the ice in frame. So I'm getting a picture of two wolves. So it would trigger the camera while they're yards. on the river? Well, the coyote, the coyote, was, the coyote the was triggering the camera. Yeah. That's so, weird. Because it's like 150 yards, yeah. 100 yards away. Like those okay, wolves are yeah. a long ways in the distance. But they're wow. in the white, right on the white creek or river. Wow. Yeah. So I got a picture of them here, then like 20 yards further. Jeez. And then I have a picture, three picture burst. I have them here, 20 yards further, and then up on the bank. <laughs> and they're obviously wolves. They're way bigger. Yeah, for sure. Different color, you know. And I can see these two wolves looking right at this coyote at the bait pile. Oh, damn. <laughs> And three minutes go by, I got a burst of just the coyote, no more wolves. And then I get another three pictures of the wolves going the exact opposite, exact same spot, opposite direction. <laughs> mm. So I can see their tails where their eyes were in the set before. Yeah. yeah. And then on the bank, and then on the creek, and then gone. Wow. And they did it three times in the 15 days that camera was there, but never once came to the bait pile. Huh. huh interesting. Yeah. And different wolves. And so that was before two, Christmas? You checked it? Yeah, before Christmas. And then I brought another I brought another hide and head there when I was there to check it, and I haven't been back since. So wow. I'll, be, I'll be going the next couple of days. But um, different wolves every time. So the first time was like a, uh, like a dark charcoal one, gray and black, and yeah. then like a red one. Oh, wow. Like, almost like that fox. Yeah. And then after that, um, a white one, and then, like, the traditional, like, gray. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's Four awesome, man. And, yeah, but weird. Like, I've never... I've never... You just to have a situation like that. Yeah. It's just lucky that... And every time there's something there to trigger the camera, yeah. the wolves, you can see the wolves in the background. That's crazy. That's interesting because how many times now did that camera not trigger and there are wolves back well, there? So there's got to be, a, there's a lot. I like, we both know there's a lot of wolves back there. Oh, especially um, in that, I had a wolf bait there two years ago. And okay. I pictures of them, Oh, so, really? Yeah. Wow. But, well, that's uh, good. Yeah. So. Fun. Well, should we wrap her up? Yeah, we might as well wrap it up. It's all on you, man. It's a long one, right? An hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. You got any closing thoughts, Amy? Oh, damn. Way to put me on the spot. (laughs) Well, why not? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Anything you got to say for the women getting into the outdoors or pursuing their passion for the outdoors? Don't be afraid. Just do it. (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Don't care what people say. And Alberta Women Outdoors is open to the public, women. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be from Alberta. It used to be just Alberta, but we opened it up to 
we're, we're at least sticking within All Canada. positive women nice. looking for a positive, a positive platform. Who would have thought that a bunch of, a group of women could not be catty, but hey, we, we make yeah. it work. So That's good. That's great. Yeah. 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 So check out Alberta Women Outdoors. Betcha. Right on, right mm-hmm. on. Anything else? I'm looking forward to our ice fishing uh, podcast we're going to do with Charlie here. Yeah, we got to get weeks. that going. Yeah, yeah we got to pick a date. Yeah, that'll be that'll good. Be I've been out a couple times, but I haven't caught a damn Have thing. Have you? I haven't caught a damn thing. We I've went, just been getting hooks wet. I'm not really fishing. We went out, uh, when did we go? Two days before New Year's or something? Oh, something yeah, you guys like did that. go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out uh, at Canyon there, and uh, we caught four pike, and that was it. It was fairly slow, and everyone I talked to said it was pretty yeah, darn slow, slow, too. So Lots of ice out there already, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had that's 16, 18 inches. We've never seen out. it so clear. Like, you could actually see yeah. right down. Like, it was yeah. crazy. I've never seen the lake ever that it froze ice fast actually. this year. Yeah. yeah. Did you drive your truck out there? Yeah, yeah. I did. You did, yeah. yeah. We were sketchy. out there. We went out there in a skidoo, and nobody had a... Well, we went out there first time. There was only one shack out there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Where and was then, that? Which part? Um, at Nine Mile. Okay, yeah. And when we drilled the hole, I didn't know how much it was going to be. There was 18 inches, and that was yeah. two weeks before Christmas. Okay, we were wow. We by shacks. And then we went... Shacks. Yeah, we went a couple of days ago, and everybody's out there in pickups yeah. now. Yeah. So there's lots yeah. of ice. There's over two feet it's of ice It's loud, now. though. I've never heard it, like, cracking that it's loud because it's before. so clean. It's, it's good ice. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you yeah. want the ice to crack. That's that what you want to hear. That's that the first time, like, I've ever heard it to that point. And Jackson, like, it, like, thunders, and he, like, whips around and yeah. looks at me. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh. It was cool though. It was clear, right? So you could see that fish coming up at your hole, and it was see the uh, fish going up at yours when you were reeling yeah. yours in. I was like, "Oh, it's a pike." He's like, "How do you know?" I was like, "Cause it's I over here. It, yeah. I can see it." Yeah, That's we were cool. fishing deep though. We were at like 25, 30 feet, yeah. but we were at the drop off because I I drilled one about. 20, 30 feet closer to shore, and it was consider- considerably shallower there, right? So we were right where we wanted to be, but uh, yeah, it just it wasn't wasn't yeah. great. No, you gotta find them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. At least he caught some. I never caught. Nothing. Yeah, I never even got a nibble or nothing. Really, eh? Hmm. No. Hmm. Oh well. Crazy. Back so to goes. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> So we're also brought to you by Primal Adventures, Outfitting and Guide Services. We are the next generation of professional guiding and outfitting. Offer fully serviced Alberta moose hunts, early and late season, as well as fully serviced uh, Alberta wolf hunts. So I am offering all podcast listeners 5% off the standard six-day package hunts and 10% off any custom um, which is any hunt that's longer than the six-day package. 10% off, you mentioned the podcast. Right on, right on, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. We uh, greatly appreciate it. Be sure to share this with your friends. Subscribe to our channel. That is very important. We don't want you guys to miss anything. We're releasing a new podcast every 10 days. Um, so please subscribe, follow us on Facebook, watch for our TV show. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of fun and interesting, exciting stuff coming to Non-Typical Nation this year. So thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.